This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Friends. How y'all doing? Happy Tuesday. Congratulations on making it through Monday and getting one day through your week. We'll help you get through another two hours today. And of course, as always, we appreciate you joining us here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in on the ticket. So many different places you can find us, of course, all over your radio dial on the AM and FM side of things, but also online at 953theticket.com. Plus, you can take us with you on the go. Download the TuneIn app, search for KNEA, and that's all you got to do, uh, except for, you know, hit and play once you get that downloaded. Um, if you want to shout out us today, and I hope you do, the phone number to call on the Ritter Communications hotline is 9303776. Additionally, you can shout out us on social, facebook.com. Slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Go ahead and follow that page if you don't mind. Just like and follow. Really easy stuff. But also, uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Got today's KavanaughCars.com poll question already set up for you. And you can find it using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. Joined in studio today by producer Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. So this is us. This is who you're going to be hanging out with for the next couple of hours. Uh, also today, it is Tuesday. So that means at 1.30, voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will stop by and hang out with us for a segment today to catch up on. Well, we'll figure that out at 1.30. Kind of a quiet time. Yeah. Around college athletics, with the exception, of course, of uh, those of you that still have a, a team to follow in the NCAA baseball tournament, of course. Uh, Supers now all set after a action-packed Day yesterday, what, 10 different games, I think? Uh, some really good ones that were played across college baseball. Before we dive into uh, what happened there, just uh, some quick news and notes from around the area. Of course, Arkansas State Baseball announced yesterday that dates have been set and registration is open for the 2022 Tommy Raffo, a baseball camps. Youth day camp sessions will be held in June and July, while a pair of high school prospect camps will close out the summer in August. You can find all of that information and get registered at ArkansasStateBaseballCamps.com. Also in baseball news, Diamond Hogs are super regional bound. Arkansas topped Oklahoma State 7-3 Monday night to win the Stillwater Regional and advance to the Supers for the fourth straight season. Uh, several players with big games, but Jalen Battles had two hits, drove in two, and scored two runs uh, to help lead the Hogs to that W. So next stop is a trip to Chapel Hill. Chapel, Chapel Hill. Uh, Chapel Hill, where Arkansas is going to face North Carolina, and uh, that is going to begin on uh, Saturdays when that regional get underway, or super regional, excuse me. Uh, meanwhile, tonight, St. Louis Cardinals are going to begin a three-game series at Tampa Bay. Your first pitch time there is set for 6-10 on 95-9, the Wolf. As far as today's KavanaughCars.com question, over-under win totals are out for all 131 teams Across college football, of course, they always put out the Power 5 teams first and kind of slow play us group of five fans a little bit. But um, everything is out. Everything has been released. So DraftKings 
has set the Arkansas State football win total for 2022 at five. So for today's question, you taking the over or you taking the under for Arkansas State football? Again, five is the uh, number to beat if you want to take the over for 2022. Uh, just as a refresher here, we'll go ahead and, and look quickly at the schedule so you can kind of uh, glance at what A-State has got on the slate to help you make an informed vote on today's question. But uh, the season opens up against FCS Grambling in Jonesboro on September 3rd. By the way, 88 days away from that season opener. The following weekend, the Red Wolves hit the road to play at Ohio State. By the way, that is uh, the team with the highest over-under win total on the schedule at 10 and a half. The following Saturday, it's a trip to the Liberty Bowl to face Memphis. And then conference play begins on Saturday, September the 24th at Old Dominion. Uh, October gets underway with a game against ULM in Jonesboro, followed by James Madison coming into town on October the 8th. Uh, the following Saturday, it is a trip to Southern Miss. And then October the 22nd, Arkansas State plays at Louisiana. The Red Wolves then wrap up the month of October by hosting South Alabama in Jonesboro. Then uh, the bye week is November 5th, followed by a, a game against UMass in Jonesboro, a rare November non-conference game. But then Texas State on the road in Troy close out that 2022 season. So you've got the schedule. You've got the question. We'll let you think about it over or under five wins. And we'll go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and catch up with Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm wound up like an eight-day clock. <laughs> All right. Like I told everybody yesterday, I look like a roadrunner on crack. I tell you what, last night was one of the best college baseball games I've ever watched. And you know Hagen Smith, that they brought in the eight that pitched the eighth and the ninth inning for the Razorbacks, 18 years old. That's Buddy Nichols' nephew. I did not know Alan, that. I did not well, yeah. he, he, You did or did not? Did not. Did not. Well, that's Buddy Nichols. In fact, Buddy went to, I got, or I helped get Buddy some tickets to go. They wanted one, one weekend that he wasn't, you know, tied up here sure. with ASU. You know, it was a weekend he would be off. He wanted to take some family members to go see Hagen play. And who would have, I tell you, that kid grew, well, anyway. But it may wind up, that's what I was talking to Kate about. There's a chance that five SEC teams could be in Omaha. And, it, you know, you just never know how this stuff is going to shake out. I have to admit, I was kind of glad to see LSU go down. But, um. They would have played Ole Miss. Am I right there, Cade? Weren't y'all paired with the Ole Miss regional? Uh, we were play, yeah, know? we would have played LSU if they beat yeah. Southern Miss. Yeah. And that's what I that's what I thought. And I said, Ole Miss, if LSU wins up, you know, Ole Miss will probably, if LSU will get the knock. I didn't know. But I thought y'all were paired up. But anyway, um, we'll see how it works out. You know, uh, Bud's question this morning was about this player did did either one of y'all watch him play any from Oklahoma State he's 18 also that Rob Riggio uh, oh yeah he's a fit yeah that was I throwing said, his glove following the yeah. game yeah 
I said every team needs an idiot. Every <laughs> team. Our, all the SIS, everybody needs an idiot because people buy tickets to watch what an idiot will do. And, uh, you know, then he had to eat crow. And when he had to eat crow, he didn't like it. Of course, I've ate crow so many different ways, fried, baked, grilled, that I've learned to like it. But anyway, but that's I'm all up in the air. Maybe I can go to bed tonight and sleep. Thank you for taking my call and go haul. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Lisa. 9303776 is the number to call. Yeah, it's hot. I did. I, he had uh, what they're kind of calling a peacock prance for Riggio, and then did not. Uh, he did not enjoy losing that game as there was a video of him making the rounds following, uh, throwing his glove in the dugout. But, of course, uh, some interesting videos <laughs> from yesterday's action across the college of baseball landscape. Uh, the one with the umpire giving the ECU player yeah. a little uh, shove to get it going on his home run trot. And uh, several other interesting stories from yesterday as well that we'll, uh, we'll actually look at that, uh, get started with some additional college baseball talk in the second segment so just right after our break but one more time the cabinetcars.com question today are you taking the over or the under for arkansas state's win total in 2022 it's set at five and throughout the course of today's show we'll look at reasons why it could go north of that and reasons why it could go south again this season so that is all on the slate for uh for today we've also got today the reintroduction of an of an older segment that we haven't visited in a while but uh, we'll tell you about that later. Don't want to spoil that surprise. Can't wait till we play that and everybody turns their radio dials. But anyways, uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and take our first break of the day. We'll come back, start diving into some action from yesterday right after this on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Guys, if you want to lose weight, if you want to get in shape, if you want to build a brand new you, you got to run by and talk to my friends at Elite Men's Health. We've all heard the talk about how a woman's hormones change as they get older, but guys, guess what? It happens to us. Our hormones change as we get older, too. And most men begin to see a drop in testosterone by the age of 30, and some people see it even before that. So why put in all the hard work to lose weight to gain muscle if your testosterone isn't working for you? If your test isn't right, it's going to be harder to burn fat, lose weight, and perform at your peak. You might feel run down and tired all the time, and you might feel like you have less strength or less endurance. Y'all, Elite Men's Health has worked for me. My free testosterone levels are up over 300%. So if you feel like your T-levels might be low, go by Elite for an evaluation and let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. They're in their new location, 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check out EliteMensHealth.com. Save money and put dad in a new recliner during the Father's Day sale going on now at Gamble Home. Right now at Gamble Home, you can save up to 30% on recliners and get the opportunity to win a $150 rewards card. Go by and see all the brands available in the Farville Curve. Or you can take anything in the store home today at the all-new GH Express Uptown Store on Highland in Jonesboro. That's right. Buy it today and enjoy it tonight at GH Express Uptown. Shop local and show dad how much you care at the Father's Day sale going on now. 
now at Gamble Home. Hey, Northeast Arkansas, this is Angie Gallagher with United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. If you have property to sell, call me now. The real estate market is incredibly busy and we are sold out of properties to sell. Whether you have a home, land, investment property, a farm, or ranch, it doesn't matter. It's all selling. Our nationwide marketing has been bringing in buyers from all over the U.S. So call me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159 and let me and my team go to work for you. At United Country Scenic Rivers Realty, we're uniting hometown sellers with nationwide buyers. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. This is Senior Corps. 360,000 volunteers age 55 and older driving results through service, helping communities recover from devastating disasters. Uh, RSVP plays a valuable role. They're still here helping the unmet needs of the community and the survivors of the devastation. Making sure that those who need assistance can remain in their own homes. If I didn't have a senior companion, I would be really lost. <laughs> Tutoring and mentoring tomorrow's leaders. The advantage of having foster grandparents working with the children one-on-one, -on -one, that's a tremendous benefit. Visit nationalservice.gov or call 1-800-942-2677. This message brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate here with you for the next couple of hours. 930-3776 is the number to call. And we are asking you today uh, over or under five wins for Arkansas State football in 2022. And uh, we went over the schedule in the previous segment. Of course, there's numerous places you guys can find that. So we're not going to go over that every single time today. Just got to know if you can find some way to find more than five wins on it and I certainly think uh, that is possible when you look at the teams that A-State is going to be facing this year both in and out of conference I think it is uh, it's possible but we'll start and, and throw out a reason for the over and it's not necessarily one that is one you should put a lot of stock into but I'm just throwing it out there anyways A-State should hit the over this year because they're due they're due 
I didn't realize this until I went back and looked, but it's been six straight seasons now that A-State has gone below the preseason win projection uh, for, for the regular season win total. Um, you look back last year, and man, <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty, right? But that over-under win total started coming out last year, and I think I saw you know one place where it was set at three and a half, one place where it was set at four and a half, and you're just thinking, huh, oh, there's no way. Say state program has been too good for that over the years. A two-win, dead last in the Sun Belt finish later. And last season just became yet another glaring example of the fact that the dudes in the desert usually know. They know. They set up these reasons for a number, and it's not like they just go out and they type a number into the random number generator and that's how they get your teams over under win total these things are usually <laughs> fairly fairly accurate uh so uh a state under in 2021 you go back to 2020 and the over under win total for arkansas state was was six and a half and a state finished with four wins in the regular season that year and 2020 is not a year that i feel like very much at all you can go back no matter what team you follow and just put a ton of stock in 2020 because it was such a weird year uh there were schedules that changed at the drop of a hat some of your players might have made it through the season unscathed some of your players might have gotten COVID earlier in the year and never bounced back not everybody played every game you didn't have your real depth chart for everybody for every game it was just kind of a, a crapshoot what was going to happen any weekend and any week out but um, the overall point remains that A-State went under its projected win total in 2020. Same thing in 2019. Although in 2019, 2019, 18, 17, and 16, A-State didn't miss it by much. Either a half a game or a game under the projected win total. But uh, going back, the last time A-State went over was in 2015. The Red Wolves were projected to have a seven-win season. And instead, Arkansas State was able to go out and put nine Ws on the board. That was, of course, an interesting year because A-State didn't exactly start out the season strong, started out the season at USC, then had that game against Missouri where they probably could have won if, if Freddie Knighton had Stayed healthy for that whole game, but he did not. Then uh, a few weeks later, it was a trip to Toledo, which is still just like the T-word is enough to almost just cause trauma after what their lines did to Arkansas State for those matchups. But after that, A-State went 8-0 in some conference play before they eventually lost in the New Orleans Bowl to Louisiana Tech. So that was the last season, flashing all the way back to 2015, that Arkansas State went over. It's projected win total. So it's, it's, <laughs> A-State is due, right? Yeah. Also, we're kind of going to speak that into existence because obviously if, if this team goes over, what number is over five? That number is six. What number does a team have to get to in total wins to be eligible to go bowling? That number is also six. So, if you're taking the over today, you're also taking Arkansas State to go back to a bowl game which is certainly something that I think this fan base needs <laughs> right now after uh, some subpar seasons across the main four sports. You need something to give you a little bit of optimism 
uh, something to get everybody together and, and celebrate being a fan, and that hasn't happened over the course of the, the past couple of seasons. So over would be ideal for a number of reasons. Of course, we'll look at, you know, better reasons why a state could hit the over instead of just, oh, they're due. But uh, again, we'll look at those numbers throughout the course of, of the program. By the way, early on, everybody is on the overside. And I'm curious today, I, I wish I could have had you all elaborate on Twitter because I am curious if that is just, you know, off-season optimism. Hey, we're all undefeated right now. Take the over for everybody. It's going to be a great season. Knock it out of the park. Everybody's healthy. Let's go. Or if you all truly see things across this roster, you truly saw things uh, at the end of last season that really actually gets you on board for 2022 being a season of success. Maybe I'll add a follow-up question. <laughs> Are you picking the over out of blind homerism, or do you really, really feel that 2022 will get Arkansas State football going back in a uh, in a positive direction? Elsewhere, uh, looking around, uh, we'll look at some of these other Sunbelt football win totals in a moment, but ultimately, yesterday, a tough day for Sunbelt baseball is uh, the league ends up going, the current league ends up going over in terms of getting a team into the Super Regionals. And we talked prior to prior to the NCAA baseball tournament starting that, you know, this needs to be the next step for the Sun Belt. If you want to be seen as a baseball powerhouse, we have to have teams that are able to make deep runs in postseason play. Uh, the Sun Belt certainly got the teams into the tournament to be able to make noise. And the league is certainly going to be fantastic next year, but you've got to have teams that are able to have success once they get there. Um, certainly nobody went out and, like, embarrassed the league in postseason play. Nobody was over. You know, all the four teams that made it to tournament play won at least one game. And then, you know, I think all the teams that, that made it to yesterday beat, you know, their eventual winner at least once. Just ultimately, they weren't able to win that final game seven there in, in those regionals. I kind of I feel bad for Texas State a little bit, just the way that one unfolded last night for the Bobcats. Now, true story, I did not stay up and, and finish this game. I was following along for the most part on StatCast. And throughout the course of the game, man, Texas State just got so, so many players on throughout the evening. But I think I kept up up with it until about the seventh inning. And the seventh inning, when it was tied 1-1 at that point in time, Coastal Carolina had like a guy on third with just one out. And after the next two batters struck out to leave him on, I was like, that's it. They're not going to win. That That's just, I quit watching after that, woke up this morning and checked the score. And again, they lost in pretty painful fashion. Because you get to the ninth inning after a game, just, just all game long, where Texas State was able to get guys on but wasn't able to get them home. In the ninth inning, the Bobcats go out. And they're able to have some success um, after the Stanford pitcher walks the first couple of dudes. Uh, actually, then has to walk another guy to, to load the bases. They finally get that hit with runners in scoring position. So they go up 3-1 with three outs to go. Only to see their pitcher give up back-to-back -back homers to start the ninth inning. So, yeah, then there was a pitching change after that, shockingly enough. 
and uh, Stanford continued to to get some guys on until eventually they were able to score three runs in the bottom of the ninth and send Texas State home and end their season. Again, just kind of a wild one. Texas State finally breaks through the ninth and then just can't get those three outs. So, uh, so again, no Sun Belt teams in this, the regionals. There has not been a Sun Belt team in the in the Super Regionals. Excuse me. There's not been a Sun Belt team in the Supers since 2015, because when Coastal Carolina won it all in 2016, they weren't members of the league yet. So, got to be the next step if you want to be seen as a as a baseball power. And and when I say baseball power, you know the Sun Belt is not going to be able to catch up with with the resources, with the talent pools of the SEC and the ACC. But next year, it can pass the Pac-12. Yeah, it can. There's a good chance it can get more teams in the tournament next year than the Big Twelve. But then once they're in, they've they've got to win. Uh, the bonus team this year in the Sun Belt, I guess, is you're you're kind of calling it uh, as I'm kind of calling it. Excuse me, is is Southern Miss who joins the league on July 1st, and they did get in after a thriller of a win over LSU last night. And you know if. If you're a young athlete right now and, and you're listening, let me give you some unsolicited advice. Man, don't run your mouth in front of a microphone. Just just don't. I know it's cliche that every time you preview an opponent, you talk about how you respect them and how they're talented, even if it's a significant matchup where, where you're facing a big-time underdog. Always give your opponent respect. Because if you don't, I feel like especially in baseball, it's like the baseball gods know if you're going to mock the game or mock another team. Because going back to last week, there was a, uh, a clip floating around with a couple of LSU players. And they were doing some kind of radio or podcast or vlog interview or whatever. And they talked about how basically they were just, they were overlooking the Hattiesburg Regional. They were already talking about how the fact that if they won, when they won that Hattiesburg Regional, they'd be able to possibly be a host of a Super Regional. Just skipped right over it. And obviously that video did not age well because LSU's season is over right now. A little humility can is, is a good thing sometimes. Yeah. And uh, Hattiesburg is going to be rocking this weekend. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure it was a blast last weekend with LSU in town, and now it's going to be Southern Miss and, and Ole Miss. Are you going to be able to catch one of those? No. I, uh, I Honestly, I thought about going, and then I looked and saw where tickets were $400 for a single session, oh and so I God. said, no, I'm good on that. Yeah. You said that right when I took a drink and I almost choked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's, there's not a whole lot of things in this world I'll pay $400 for, especially not a single baseball game. Golly. Uh, yeah, four hundred dollars for the first game, three seventy-five for the second game, four hundred for the third game on StubHub right now. That's your starting price. Yeah, I think I'd probably just watch that one from the couch. That's that sounds like a good plan to me. That is, uh, that's that's a lot. That is a lot. And I don't think their baseball stadium seats just a whole lot. So that's part of the problem is that there is a high demand and there is uh, not a whole lot of seating. I think think if you allow... Yeah, it's 8,000. Yeah. I mean, look, no place other than the SEC has 
10,000 capacity stadiums. I mean, you're only going to find that at SEC stadiums. But um, because of that, you know, you've got all those SEC fans trying to get in. And I would imagine that the the folks in Hattiesburg are pretty excited about their team right now as well. Yeah, I think Ole Miss's allotment was only like 400 tickets. So their allotment was super low. Yeah. That is, uh, <laughs> that's, that's going to be nuts. I, I watched a clip yesterday right out after uh, Southern Miss won and had all their players running to the outfield, and I forgot what they called uh, the, the fans out in the outfield, but all the Southern Miss players were, like, climbing the wall and jumping into the stands and celebrating with all their fans, and it, uh, it looked awesome. I would love to have a rooting interest in a super regional <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, but uh, in the meantime, you know, uh, 16 teams left in this NCAA bracket. Uh, a lot of a lot of good baseball still yet to be played, and uh, it's kind of interesting. Yesterday, you know, in in that Stillwater regional, it was well for Stillwater, it was a low scoring affair that finally decided uh, that uh, that regional. Of course, seven to three in just about any other regional would have been average or even. Uh, some fireworks or something like that, but not uh, certainly not in, in Stillwater where, gosh, you go back to the day before yesterday and there were 68 runs scored across two different games. But uh, Arkansas able to outlast Oklahoma State. And, you know, they were a popular pick going in as, as who might potentially come out of that regional. Um, Oklahoma State probably has to feel like they got a little bit of, of, a, of the shaft because as a national seed... A lot of people viewed that Stillwater Regional as, as the toughest. In theory, if you're a seven seed, you shouldn't be playing in the, the toughest regional. Uh, that should have been saved for, you know, Georgia Southern or whoever the 14 or 15 was. But ultimately, Arkansas did what it had to do. They advanced. They're in a super regional for the fourth straight season. So we got uh, left in this whole thing. Tennessee, Notre Dame, Texas, East Carolina, Texas A&M, Louisville, Oklahoma, Virginia Tech, Stanford, UConn, North Carolina, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Southern Miss, Auburn, and Oregon State. Those are all your matchups as well. One other note, uh, if you haven't seen it from yesterday, uh, in addition to Rock Riggio throwing his glove in the dugout, probably the second most viewed clip uh, from yesterday was an umpire kind of pushing an ECU player towards first after a home run. This was in the seventh inning of East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. And a guy we've talked about uh, a few different times on this show already is Pirates center fielder Bryson Worrell, who just absolutely went nuts in that regional there at ECU. But uh, he kind of put the exclamation point on that win yesterday for the Pirates and hit a three-run homer um, to cap off an eight-run inning that just ended any chance that CCU had of coming out of that region. But he stood for a second to look at his home run, which got him a shove in the back from home plate umpire Perry Costello. Fair or foul? I thought that was dumb because I saw the video. I mean, he wasn't even standing there that long. There was, you know, there was another play earlier in that game. I think it was just, I'm sure at that point in time, once you get down to that final elimination game, I'm sure that there is no love lost between the final two teams yeah. remaining on the field. And there was, you know, an at-bat earlier from Coastal Carolina where, and I, I apologize because I don't remember the play, but, but I mean, it was just, 
it was one of those carry the bat with you halfway down the first baseline and then do a bat flip type situations. I mean, these guys were both pimping their home runs big time. But I guess um, in that one, ECU gets the last laugh. So we'll probably continue to talk about more Bryson Worrell if that dude keeps hitting home runs from both sides of the plate in one inning. Uh, but looking forward to this weekend's action. Uh, 930-3776 is the number to call. Over or under five wins for A-State football. More on that when we come back. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Corn and cattle rebounding a bit. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 762, up 19 and a half. With September corn at 729 and three quarters, up 15 and a half. July soybeans at 728 and three quarters, up 29 and a half. With August soybeans at 1659, up 23 and a quarter. July wheat at 1074, down 19. With September wheat at 1085 and three quarters, down 18 and three quarters. July cotton at 13680, down 94. With October cotton at 12773, down 19. July rice at 17 and a half, down 22 and a half. With September rice at 1735, down 17 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 133.92 and a half, up 110, with August live cattle at 134.15, up 125. August feeder cattle at 172.17 and a half, up 20, with September feeder cattle at 174.65, up 10. June lane hogs at 108.52 and a half, down 70, with July lane hogs at 109.55, up 57 and a half. That's your EAB New Market Report, brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. Seeing agriculture at work all around us is like seeing hope in action. Farmers and Merchants Bank helps farmers and ranchers every day with production loans, equipment, real estate, and more. And we know finding the right lending expert is vital, too. That's why we now have our lenders and their areas of expertise right on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender, growing with agriculture. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? <laughs> I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide cinnamon, is a U.S. EPA-restricted use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. Hey farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now be prepared for the 22 crop year come see us at wt equipment in jonesboro or pocahontas to speak with our sales department in jonesboro call 870-972-5522 that's 870-972-5522 for pocahontas call 
870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at wtequip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye, can I ride with you guy, and hello, sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Farmers and Merchants Bank announces the lobby of our new branch in Jonesboro is now open. The drive-thru is an MVP center with live video tellers 7 to 7 weekdays and 9 till noon on Saturdays. So in addition to our beautiful bank on Highland, you can also visit our new branch at the corner of Southwest Drive and Parker. More MVPs, more ATMs, more me banking at Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Asking you today if you're taking over or under. Five wins for Arkansas State football in 2022. Right now, most of you optimist on Twitter taking the over uh, Mr. A elaborates and says look at a Butch Jones uh, record at turning teams around year two is usually where they start seeing results results hopeful thinking maybe but we will be far better than last year looking at what uh, Jones has done in his career you know Central Michigan eight wins in, in his first and second season so not any big change there but Uh, You do look at at Cincinnati and look at Jones' record when he was with the Bearcats, and year one was not a good year. It was a four-win season. Year two, however, that number jumped up to to 10-3, and and they won their division. At Tennessee, a five-win season for the Volunteers in year one, but bowl eligibility and a seven-win season in year two. So, Yes, with the exception of of Central Michigan, where the bar was already pretty high, um, there has been improvement for Jones in year two at his other previous stops. We've been going over, you know, reasons why we think A-State will or won't perhaps um, hit the over in 2022. And uh, I can't just sunshine pump for two straight hours. There are concerns and, and reasons why this team, of course, could not get to five wins. And... I do have just a lot, a lot of questions about this offense. The second half of the season was not great for the Arkansas State offense. And part of that was due to the fact that there was just such a shaky situation there at offensive line. And when you look at, you know, what A-State had last year versus this year, some of the most impactful portal defections came on that side of the ball. Lane Hatcher, Lincoln Perry, Corey Rucker. Andre Harris at left tackle. And then also, you know, Blake Groupie was good at getting points on the board when Arkansas State was was out of options on the field. You know, you throw him in there to kick field goal. More often than not, he was success- successful. So you lose those big pieces, and I'm kind of concerned about players stepping up. I think there's a talent on offense, surely. But I don't know about necessarily 
the depth of it that A-State will need, especially especially on offensive line. I think the starting five will be all right, but nobody is going to make it through an entire college football season with just five offensive linemen. It's just it's impossible. You're going to have guys that have to come out for breathers. Or there's Those dudes just get beat up in the trenches so much. There's going to be somebody who has to miss a game or two for injury, and that's an absolute best-case scenario. Nobody is making it through an entire season with just five starters playing, uh, starting every single game. That's just, it's it's downright impossible. So there's talent there, but is there is there enough of it to rebound from what was a really inconsistent second half offensively for A-State football? And that's that's one of my bigger concerns. Uh, kind of moving on, but, but sticking kind of, sort of, with A-State football. It's been quite a while since... On this program, we have gone and visited our neighbors to the north. In fact, uh, so long that you might seriously have no idea what I'm even talking about. But <laughs> but because we always want to keep you up to speed on A-State alums, and also because it's now June and we're getting pretty desperate for content, I'd like to reintroduce a segment from previous years. That's right. It's time to head to your nearest Tim Hortons, turn up your, your maple syrup, and make it bubble for the return of the CFL update. Back by nobody's demands. Yes, those are the sweet, soothing sounds of the tragically hip playing in the background as the Canadian Football League is set to kick off its regular season on Thursday. With two weeks of preseason action in the books, there are currently five Red Wolves rostered in the CFL. Checking in first on Ronin Bingham, the Hamilton Tiger Cat is starting 2022 on the practice squad. Bingham did not record any stats in 2021, as that's where he spent all of that season as well. So we're going to be crossing our fingers for Bingham for a promotion in the upcoming season. One player who's already earned a promotion from last year is Hamilton teammate Kyle Wilson. Wilson didn't get to play much in 2021. Again, spent most of the year on the practice squad. But apparently when he did, he was able to make an impression. He recorded four defensive and three special teams tackles on the year. So he'll be on the field Saturday when Hamilton opens the season at Saskatchewan. Reminder for those of you trying to picture Saskatchewan on a map, it serves as Montana and North Dakota's hat. So that's where that one is, Saskatchewan. Uh, when Bingham and Wilson roll into Saskatchewan, one familiar face they're going to see is Justin McKinnis. McKinnis is in his third year in the CFL, and if you want to send any good vibes north, send them to McKinnis to stay healthy. Um, unfortunately, the Canadian native has missed numerous games in his time up north, so hopefully that is that is going to change this year. Moving on, despite a few NFL workouts in the offseason, Cody Race returns to the Calgary Flames for year two. The Australian punting sensation had a fantastic debut, averaged just under 46 yards per punt last year for the Calgary Flames. Uh, just a reminder to brush up on your Canadian geography. Calgary is located in the province of Alberta and is located right down the road from head smashed in Buffalo Jump. Head smashed in Buffalo Jump. I swear to you. It's a very interesting name. It is a real place. 
it is very much it's like a unesco heritage site or something you see it if you're going from calgary to banff two f's by the way last but not least uh the longest tenured red wolf north of the border is mon shadrick hunter better known as money around these parts uh who's with ottawa after spending last season with montreal so the red blacks open their season friday at winnipeg a uh, big stunner here the red blacks team colors are red and black i did not google today why they ended up with that team name but i'm sure that's something we will dive into in our future cfl updates throughout the course of the summer i say future i might get sick of them after like a week we'll see hopefully big things are ahead for these cfl red wolves it's been you know a good usfl season it seems like for the three red wolves playing there and so far so good in terms of nfl red wolves everybody on rosters nobody cut yet anything like that but of course there's still a lot of time for those guys in camps before it'll be time for those decisions but uh, i tell you what Let's go ahead and, and hit pause here because, of course, I don't, I don't know what else to do after we throw the tragically hip your way other than to take a break. So we'll do that. Come back. Wrap up this noon hour on the Workday Red Zone right after this on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The PGA Tour is under a fair amount of stress right now. The game's most marketable player ever. Tiger is only playing in the majors, and the Live Tournament and the Saudi League are starting to make some noise. The new league has added new rules to spice up the game, and the league is offering an abundance of cash to participate. First event will be this weekend featuring players like Dustin Johnson, Louis Ustazen, Sergio Garcia, and as of yesterday, Bill Mickelson. The four players are exceptional, but in the grand scheme of things, losing them won't mean a lot to the PGA Tour. That doesn't mean this isn't a big win for the new league. Players are obviously interested in competing and getting a lot of money. And if the first event does well, other players may continue to follow. And when you consider the potential for massive paydays, shorter tournaments, and an updated format, might not be long until the Tour has to step up its game in order to keep up with more players jumping ship. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. At at Lubsack, they know a lot about total comfort. And they also know that doesn't mean just a couch to sit on and relax. It's a couch that evolves with you and your ever-changing needs. Stealth tech system featuring immersive 5.1 surround sound by Harman Kardon. Travels through the fabric and upholstery on your couch to deliver unparalleled immersive audio experience. Learn more at lovesack.com. Love, S-A-C, lovesack.com. Designed for life furniture. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Gail and I have been very busy following the high school basketball team with her granddaughter playing basketball. We lost the final game of the regional tournament. It was a great game, pulling out of the gym that night. I said, it was a great game even though we lost. And Gail said, buckle your seatbelt. And I said, my seatbelt is buckled. And she said, the thing keeps dinging. And I said, maybe you need to buckle yours. 
That was funny. Glenn Sane, and God bless our troops. At Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The Glasses Shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragold, or Pocahontas locations. Whether you're building a home, repair it or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust JT White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. JT White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name the pros trust and the one used on the most building sites, JT White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. JT White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you for just a couple more minutes here in the noon hour. 930-3776 is the number to call. Got a hot take on our KevinRCars.com question. Over or under? Five wins this season for Arkansas State football. Throughout the day, most of you have been optimistic. The poll is running at like 80-20 over under so far. So everybody seems, you know, bought into what Butch Jones has got going on for year two. Either that or it's just the offseason. Everybody's really optimistic right now. It could be could be either one. We'll continue to look at uh, reasons that we think this team could go over and reasons that we think this team could go under in in year two um, coming up in the second hour of the program. Also looked, you know, I was interested in seeing what some of A-State's opponents had for their over-under win totals and looking at non-conference play. um, Ohio State is, shockingly enough, on paper the best team that A-State will face this year. I know you're stunned, absolutely stunned to hear that, you know what? Yeah potential you know national title contender is going to be really good because turns out they're really good every year but uh, the win total for Ohio State is 10 and a half I was a little surprised by Memphis's over under and and partly I'll, I'll be honest with you I just really haven't looked into what kind of offseason Memphis has had and, and and that's on me um, in terms of you know have they hit, been hit hard by the portal what did their recruiting look like? You know, did they have any big portal additions? Just how is that that program looking? Because they have dropped off, I feel like, just a tick since Mike Norvell left. Um, on the other hand, it's not like they have just fallen off the face of the earth, and they've certainly been able to go out and beat Arkansas State the past two seasons. They did, however, uh, fall to 6-6 six and six last season, and they were just 3-5. and five in the AAC, but their over-under over, other, over under win total 
is set for seven and a half. Um, not surprised to see UMass's win total uh, where it is. If, if anything, maybe maybe it's a little high at two and a half games. Um, UMass won an 11 last year, entering uh, a year with a new head coach, and that is just a bad team in a, in a bad program. And I don't know what they are building on right now in terms of, of how you get that program out of the funk that it's in. Uh, one, you're, you know, an independent team. You got some wonky scheduling every year, too. You don't have an on-campus stadium. Three, you don't have that. You cannot tell me Massachusetts is a talent-rich football area. I just I no. don't believe it. I mean, we know that there is a, a little bit of a lack of, of deep Division One talent in the state of Arkansas. Uh, I, would, I would go out on a limb and say Massachusetts also has that issue, except probably a little bit more extremely. I do know that when every once in a while I would check in on, on Walt Bell while he was there at UMass, and because there were a lot of former A-State guys on that staff still followed a lot of those guys on, on social media. And I would see, you know, sometimes offers would go out or they'd get a commitment or stuff like that. And, you know, if, if, if A-State goes out and they land a good commitment, what, what we view is a good high-profile commitment, that player is going to have a Power 5 offer to, they're going to have numerous offers from around the Sun Belt and around the Power 5. But a good commitment for UMass was like they were going out and beating like Cornell for that dude. And that would be one of their higher ranked players. So just a, a tough situation there for UMass. But, you know, when you look at, at A-State's schedule and you start building towards those five wins or more for A-State to potentially hit the over, you know, UMass is one of those games you chalk up as a W. Kind of same thing with, with ULM. And we'll look at others on the slate as well in Hour 2 of the program. Coming up in Hour 2 of the program, uh, we'll have a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll join us in studio. So a few different topics we'll, we'll cover with him. But also coming up in the second hour of the program, we'll check in on some MLB action. Of course, no real new NBA topics to, to dive into with that series not set to take place again until tomorrow i hate the final schedule i do it's just such a hurry up yeah and schedule. i don't i don't like it either it i wish they would go take two days off in between you know travel days that's fine but take a day off when you're at a destination you're already at whatever destination yeah. you're at it's just uh i just don't have an attention span <laughs> so i need everything to be like back to back to back uh to keep my attention focused but then again, uh, turns out that might be a me problem, I think. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, oh, found something to watch during the break. Cowboys and emergency crews wrangle a loose cow on a busy Oklahoma highway. We're going to get to that and then uh, hit pause here. We'll come back. Still a lot to get into in hour number two. Hope you keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
is Willow's Wall of your Tuesday. Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brian by Plans and Tire Service. Hog fans are saying, whoo, pig suey. After that dramatic Stillwater Regional ended last night at O'Brate Stadium in Stillwater, the Razorbacks knocking off top seed Oklahoma State 7-3 in the final. Jalen Battles with two runs, two RBI, and two hits in the game. Michael Turner named the most outstanding player of the regional. Hogs now in the Super Regional round for the fourth straight season. They'll take on 10 seed North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Game one at 10 o'clock Saturday morning. Game two at noon Sunday. Game three on Monday if it's needed. In Major League Baseball, Cardinals remain on the road opening a three-game series at Tampa Bay against the Rays. First pitch at Tropicana Field at 6-10. Free game 5-15 on 95-9 the Wolf. And the Memphis Redbirds open a 12-game homestand at AutoZone Park this evening for the first of six against the Durham Bulls. First pitch in downtown Memphis at 7.05 this evening. Bringing you the best deal on tires since 1963. Now at two Jones World locations, that's Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Would you like to earn up to $21.25 per hour? Would you like opportunities like growth advancement and enjoy benefits? Denso and Osceola is offering just that in your first year. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems. Denso builds the best products in the world by hiring the best people. You can earn up to $21.25 per hour and get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Start your new career with Denso. Denso also offers referral bonuses, plus medical, vision, dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. Apply today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Walk-in interviews every Wednesday from 9 to 11.30 a.m. at 100 Denso Road in Osceola. Earn up to $21.25 per hour. Get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 days paid holiday plus benefits today with Denso. Play it again sports wants to pay you money now that I have your attention played against sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment you heard me right if you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used bring it to played against sports now they're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment golf weights and workout equipment disc golf you name it played against sports can turn it into cash for you go buy played against sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro swing drive to deep left it's going going another home run for 1812 pizza company 1812 pizza company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Ray Street location. Or delivery, curbside pickup, or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off homer with 1812 Pizza Company. Spring is finally here, so bring your plans to life with a personal loan from Arkansas Federal Credit Union. Whether you're sprucing up your place, planning a vacation, or needing to consolidate high-interest debt, they make it easy to borrow up to $25,000 with low rates and flexible terms. Apply online in minutes at AFCU.org, and once approved, you can get your money in hours. Credit criteria applies. Visit AFCU.org for details. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with they brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. With the My Social Security account, you can request a replacement Social Security card, estimate your benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Produced at U.S.
U.S. taxpayer expense. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We made it halfway through a Tuesday. Still coming up today. In fact, uh, about 30 minutes away from a conversation with a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He'll join us in studio. So, of course, we'll talk all things A-State, a few other topics that will be on the docket as well. Uh, but looking at the main topic of discussion so far today, we're asking you, uh, are you brave enough to take the over for Arkansas State football's win total in uh, 2022? Draft Kings has put out their over-under totals for all 131 teams across college football and has set A-States at five. So, over or under five wins on the season. For Arkansas State football, right now most of you optimists, actually that's been the case all day today on Twitter, uh, that you guys are really optimistic about Arkansas State being able to go over that total and get back to a bowl game. And I mostly side with you for, for one big reason that we'll look at in just a moment. But I want to remind you right now that uh, there's not going to be times better than this to sell a vehicle. We tell you all the time that you can buy a vehicle from KavanaughCars.com. But they will also buy your car. And it doesn't even have to be a trade-in situation. If you bring them a vehicle, they will give you a check. Um, there's a little bit of a car shortage these days. So uh, right now, that means they're probably going to pay you a pretty good amount of money for your vehicle. Um, if you want to, of course, you can always try selling it on social media. But I think I would just probably take a sure thing and go ahead and get it check that will actually definitely clear the bank and <laughs> Kavanaugh can help you out with that uh, you can find more info on the website at KavanaughCars.com one of the reasons I think Arkansas State should be able to get over five wins this year is is because this is going to be a dramatically better defense now it it's not going to take a lot, to be honest, for it to just be a little bit better because it was pretty rough last year. Even with Arkansas State being able to have a little bit of a late-season surge defensively and play significantly better in the second half of the season than they did in the first half, uh, this was still a year where we saw just... Explosive plays galore given up by that Arkansas State defense. I mean, statistically, this was... There was an argument to be had for Arkansas State being the worst defense in, in the country. Now, I don't quite believe it was. <laughs> I would give that honor to UMass, who averaged uh, 43.1 points per game given up last year, which, yikes. But... 
let's be blunt, Arkansas State was was not that far behind. And the big issue that A-State had last year was just giving up way, way, way too many yards on the ground. Um, once players got past that defensive line, which the edge players were good. A-State got, got to a point again last year where they were racking up some sacks and tackles for loss. But once they got past um, that, that line of scrimmage, man, it was just... It was not not good. The second line of defense, more often than not, was just not in a place to make a play. And if they were, if there was a foot race, we saw time and again last year how Arkansas State was not fast enough and was not athletic enough to chase down its opponents. I would like to know this, but also would very much not like to know this if there has ever been a team prior to Arkansas State last season that allowed both a 99-yard passing touchdown play and a 99-yard rushing touchdown play. Again, that's that's one of those things that you're kind of curious about, but also you just really don't want to know, just in case A-State is the only team who has ever done that. But it, it does kind of have one of those nowhere-to-go-but-up feelings about the defense. And it's not just blind optimism that makes me say that. When you look at the portal players that Arkansas State football brought in, the guys that can be of immediate help. There are more big impact guys on the defense than there are on the offense. Um, you know, one, and I'll, I'll even start actually with with a guy that was brought in, of course, last season. That was Kavon Bennett. But with him moving to linebacker, and helping to pick up that depth there. Um, that's going to be the quarterback of your defense now. And I feel like he is certainly up to the challenge. But elsewhere, you know, on that defense, you look at, at the line where on the end you're going to add in Blaine Toll, who is going to be, I'm fairly sure he's going to be flat out a menace this year. On the interior, you bring in some much-needed depth with Terion Sujic, or, or Tank, out of Vandy. Uh, the linebacker room, you know, we already referenced Kavon Bennett, but it's going to have a complete and total overhaul because you're also going to have King Makuta from Alabama in there, and you're going to have Jordan Carmouche out of Houston in there. Uh, the back end is going to get a big boost with Eddie Smith, who's going to start at safety and be a huge help there. So, yes, there were there were players that were brought in on, on offense out of the portal that will add depth and, and you know, especially a guy like Jaquez Cross who can help out in so many different ways. But, like, the, the heavy hitters, the, the big impact guys, portal guys, are defensive players. So I just look at that side of the ball and I see an upgrade in talent that can help make things better defensively. Also, you know, even with returning guys, this is going to be a faster, more athletic, stronger team than it was in 2021. 9303776 is the number to call over under a five went for Arkansas State football in 2022. Looking around the Sun Belt at some of the win totals. We looked at Arkansas State's non-conference opponents a moment ago, but when you look around the Sun Belt, uh, the, the team with the highest, the teams, plural, excuse me, with the highest over-unders are App State and Louisiana. Both of those set at eight and a half. And I'll be honest, I haven't looked at, at every team's schedule 
coming up this season to kind of go through and start putting W's and L's next to their games to think about, you know, what total they could get to or how it's going to shake out. By the way, FB schedules, if you're leading, I need you to hit us with that Sunbelt helmet schedule. Just anyway now. <laughs> no rush or anything. But, uh, you know, I am, I, I'm tre- intrigued by that number for, for Louisiana with eight and a half wins. New head coach, um, a lot of portal defections and a lot of high impact portal defections. So they lost both quantity and quality. Of course, they also lost their head coach, Billy Napier. He took most, if not all, of his staff with him to Florida. He took a lot of his offensive line with him to Florida. There were some running backs that left that program as well. And, of course, if you've watched Louisiana football over the past few years, you know that's their strength. They run the ball, and they do it behind a powerhouse offensive line. So what will this team's strength be like in the in the decimo area, era? You know, can you replicate that? Can you bring in the players on the on your front that that Napier did? Do you have a coaching staff in place to coach them up the way Napier did? I mean, there was one year that the Cajuns had two different offensive linemen drafted in the first three rounds of the NFL. They they were good in the trenches, and then they threw some good backs out there behind it. Uh, so. I don't know if I'm buying the Cajuns at at eight and a half. Um, App State, I haven't dived deep enough into their schedule, but you know, there's not a lot of teams this year in the Sun Belt Conference that have consistency at quarterback. There's going to be a lot of QB battles this fall around the league, and App State is one who does. Um, also, another team who does is Coastal Carolina. Their over under is set at eight, so one of the higher ones in the league as well. But after that, it, it drops off pretty quick. Georgia State's over under is set for seven and a half. And then interestingly enough, the next highest on the list, tied for fifth, the fifth highest is James Madison. Six and a half. That's interesting for a few reasons. One of which is the fact that James Madison only plays 11 games this year. So they've got one less opportunity to go out and get a win as opposed to their peers in the league. Also, you know, of course, they're moving up. And while by all accounts, they're they're ready to make that move, you still imagine a hiccup or two. Yeah. In the transition. I mean, it's really hard to think that it's going to be as seamless as Georgia Southern made it back in, in 2013. Because this is a much, much better Sunbelt than it was a decade ago. So I don't really see James Madison just being able to make it a super smooth transition. Uh, also over and under, six and a half wins is Troy. An interesting situation there. Another situation with a new head coach. I don't know much about Summerall and what this Trojans team is going to look like in a new era there. Uh, after Troy comes Marshall at five and a half, then of course Arkansas State at five, and then teams that aren't necessarily projected to have the best of seasons. Georgia Southern under new head coach Clay Helton. Old Dominion, of course, joining the league. South Alabama in uh, the second year there under their head coach. Man, I just whiffed on his name too. Anyways, moving on, moving on. Kane Womack? Yes, thank you. Yeah. I could have sat here and just we could have had total dead air silence for about two more minutes, and I don't think that would have popped into my head. But uh, one other newcomer, Southern Misses over under a set at four, and then ULM at, at two and a half, which not really a big surprise there that ULM would be bringing up the rear. I didn't go back and I, I just went back and looked at A State win totals for the past six or seven years, but I have a feeling if you went back and looked at the league over under win totals for the past almost decade, that you would find ULM at the bottom. So, it is going to be 
a very interesting year around the belt. I think it is safe to say. But again, our question, over or under five wins. We'll let you think about it during the break. Uh, we'll come back. Cardinals get ready to start a three-game series at Tampa Bay. We'll look more on that when we return here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on The Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic outer boxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery all day in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, stop by and see why 365 days a year it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Hey, it's John G. for George Kale Motors in Newport. Have you ever been to a car dealership and a salesperson chases you around like you stole something? At George Kale Motors, we won't chase you around or lie in front of your car to make you stop. But we will try to do everything we can to make you comfortable and enjoy your shopping experience. We offer great selection, great prices, and exceptional service after the sale. View our entire inventory at georgekalemotors.com or come see us at Newport off Highway 67, exit 85, GMC and George Kale Motors. We are professional grade. School's out, and that makes it the perfect time to get your kids in for a dental cleaning. It's also the perfect time to make an appointment with Brooklyn Dental. Brooklyn Dental offers a great combination of an experienced, friendly staff and the latest in technology and procedures. And at Brooklyn Dental, they work with all types of insurance plans. Whether you're looking for a new dentist or just haven't been in a while, trust the smiles in your life to the staff at Brooklyn Dental. Call 870-393-5330 to schedule an appointment. Brooklyn Dental, open now. Now on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Braxton was diagnosed with chloride plexus carcinoma, a brain tumor. St. Jude is helping us put away our fears. We have an amazing team that fights for the best outcome for Braxton. He has the best chance here. I don't have to worry that how much is that bag of fluid going to cost me? Can I afford it to save my child's life? The donations they're paying for me to live every day with my son, be stress-free, and enjoy every day with him. I wish there was a word bigger than thank you, more close to the heart, because thank you's not enough. They've given me hope. They've given me my son. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. 
Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone as we're just rolling right along here on a Tuesday. 9303776 is the number to call. And we're about 15 minutes away from a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Salt. Did I already say that? Got like an echo. Anyways, uh, asking you for the KavanaughCars.com question today. Over or under five wins for A-State football for the upcoming season. Again, everybody on a nice, optimistic bandwagon today. I like it. I like it. Uh, switching gears and switching sports, though. Cardinals set to open up a three-game series tonight against the Tampa Bay Rays on 95-9, the Wolf. And I'm I'm excited to watch this series. I, I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I know just a ton about Tampa Bay and the depth of their roster or anything like that. But they're more often than not a good organization because more often than not they have good young talent. Um, they usually send it somewhere else after it matures a little bit because yeah. they don't want to pay anybody. But uh, this is going to be a good test in terms of, you know, the Cardinals going out and playing another good team. And that's kind of been the slate for the Cardinals as of late. You know, flashing back to last week playing the Padres and the Brewers and the Blue Jays, all a bunch of teams with winning records. And then, you know, even though they played a little bit of a reeling Chicago team there at Wrigley. I mean, you never know really what's going to happen in a in a divisional matchup between two teams that have a lot of history. But this just continues a slate of of pretty good test for the Birds to get the month of June started. With uh, Tampa Bay, they're going to be throwing out Jeffrey Springs tonight, a lefty, uh, to start off this series. His numbers are. Really, really good for several reasons. Um, he just does not let a lot of people on base. He struck out a ton of dudes. He has uh, walked very few players, and usually that's conducive to a lot of success. So he's got a nice, shiny ERA under two runs per game, which is, again, uh, always going to be pretty stellar. Now, he's still listed as... Why is he still listed as a reliever? I don't know. Uh, not many Cardinals have faced him, hardly any at all, in their career. The only guys that have are just guys that have played forever and forever and Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols. So uh, that's not probably an, an accurate representation of what these matchups are going to look like when you have such a tiny, tiny, tiny sample size. The Cardinals are going to go out and counter with Dakota, Dakota Hudson. And we saw just a really interesting start from Hudson his last time out. You you flash back to his last starting pitching performance, which was against San Diego last Wednesday. And Hudson did not have a very good first inning. It took him like 13 pitches to get the first out. And 
after an inning, I felt like he was going to last for maybe two more innings after that, Max. <laughs> I mean, he was just shaky. Uh, gave up a you know a run earlier, walked batter earlier. But then after that, I don't know what it was. After he got through that first inning, man, he was cruising. Because he ended up pitching seven innings and only gave up one earned run, just four hits, just walked one, which is the big thing for Hudson, is he just lets too many guys on base, and specifically with the free pass. I mean, the game before that, he walked four batters in just four and two-thirds innings. So this was a really good, you know, bounce-back game last time out for Hudson. Um, his his best start of the season, and not even close, really. So now that he is he was able to hit that groove last week against a good Padres team, what will he take from that performance to be able to keep that trend going? Because, of course, we are aware of the fact that the depth uh, for the Cardinal starters is a little bit lacking. And, of course, when you don't have starting pitching, what does that mean? It means you're throwing out more bullpen games. So what does that mean? It hurts your bullpen, guys. So it's just kind of like a never-ending process of the Cardinals just not having enough innings right now for their pitchers. So uh, Dakota Hudson needs to do what he can tonight to make sure that 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 is uh, not going to be an issue, that they don't have to rely on the bullpen too much. Of course, uh, Cardinals are coming off an off day, so everybody should be more or less all right uh, and able to go tonight against the Rays. The sad news from the weekend is that Paul Goldschmidt no longer has a hitting streak. Or I guess he does, but now it's like a uh, game. Two, I don't even yeah. think it's technically a streak anymore. He does still have the on-base streak. But he lost the hit streak. But one of the reasons he lost the hit streak was because of the on-base streak. Like, nobody wants to face him right now. So the game that he lost his hitting streak, he actually only had two technical at-bats in that game. Had, like, four plate appearances, but just two at-bats. Because pitchers right now are just like, you know what? I just don't think I want to deal with this dude. I'm not going to intentionally walk him, but I'm going to see if he'll nibble and then after a couple pitches where he doesn't nibble they're like all right just i'm not dealing with this put this guy on base so that on base streak is still looking pretty nice but um it's going to be a while until he gets back up to a 25 game hit streak or whatever it was uh when it ended uh but uh again should be a, a good series you know cardinals right now are just half a game out of first in the nl central and uh Milwaukee was off yesterday as well, as it was a super light slate. Yeah, there were like five games yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, super light slate around Major League Baseball yesterday. So nothing really changed hardly anywhere in terms of standings or in terms of, you know, big notes or anything crazy like that. I did see one performance yesterday that, that kind of got my attention. Uh, Michael Waka, of course, who pitched for the Cardinals for a while, uh, drafted by the Cardinals. Has been, I'm not sure how long he's been with the Red Sox at this point in time, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but he went out and pitched a complete game yesterday, which is notable <clears throat> for many reasons. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, one, obviously you have to be throwing some pretty good stuff to be able to go out and, and throw a complete game. But two, like nobody is throwing complete games right now. So that, it, like, a complete game is the new no-hitter in the sense that right. we don't see it anymore. And Walker went out and threw a complete game last night. Three hits, one walk, six strikeouts. So I was kind of impressed to, to see that. I don't know how you, how you wouldn't be because 
nobody else was out there last night throwing nine innings. I wonder just how many complete games there have been this year in all of baseball. Cade, what's your what's your guess? Uh, just just complete games, like not no hitters or anything. Just complete games. Just complete games this year. I'm going like five. We're gonna see if we can find a note on this pretty quick. Because I think we have two no hitters. Or maybe it's three no hitters and one's like legit and the two other two have been combined. So I don't think there's a lot. I'm going five. You are just a little bit off. I think I don't see walk is on here, so I guess it wasn't updated from last night, but it looks like actually you might need to double that number. Okay, so that number's 10? I think so. Okay. Or it's up to nine, excuse me. Up to nine with Walkers. Hunter Green, Patrick Corbin, Martin Perez, Nick Pavetta, Nathan Eovaldi, Walker Bueller, Sandy Alcantara, and Framber Valdez join Michael Walker. Interestingly enough, the Red Sox have three. Three complete games on the season. So maybe it's a Red Sox thing. They're just a little bit more willing at this point in time to yeah, let their guys go a little bit deeper. Because we've seen several other complete games uh, this year, or games that should have been a complete game based on the way the pitcher was dealing. But then we've seen guys getting pulled into sixth or seventh or whatever. And yes, that happened a lot early in the season uh, because it was a wonky spring training and guys weren't completely up to speed yet and this, that, and the other, whatever numerous reasons you want to throw out there. But uh, just not very many complete games. Honestly, I'm surprised that the number is as high as nine. Yeah, I'm really surprised by that, too. I thought, I I mean, I thought it was low. Yeah, I was with you. I thought five probably sounded just about right. But uh, but it is nine. Anyways, this was not a topic I originally had on the sheet to discuss today. But that's okay, because we all did learn something new together. Uh, but, uh, again, Cardinals tonight, 6-10 is when that game will get underway at Tampa Bay. That means your pregame coverage will start up at 5.15 on 95.9 The Wolf. I do I do love an East Coast time slot. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Give me all the 6 o'clock games so that way I can go to bed at, at 10 like the old person that I am. Um, totally totally okay with, with those early starts. Uh, I tell you what, though, we're going to... Hit pause here for a moment. When we come back, we should be joined by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stolton Studio, right after this. Keep it with us on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. I'm Harold Clark from Clark Property Insurance. For all your insurance needs, go to clarkins.net or call 931-7100. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. And helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragool. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. 
Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn in Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn in Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers, and they're buying new crop corn in Milo right now. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo. Personally, inviting you to join me for the drive it's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it a state in the Sun Belt, arkansas in the sec plus the cardinals grizzlies and especially our local high school coaches and athletes we've got you covered on the drive it truly is a show about local sports plus you never know when a song is going to break out so join will i ain't and me for the drive weekday afternoons from three to six right here on the ticket radio network they just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. In times of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. She can stem. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade still with you. In just a few moments, we're going to be joined by a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, here in studio. Get caught up on some A-State talk. Of course, there's been plenty of A-State talk all day today, though, as uh, we want you to pick an over or under for Arkansas State football for 2022 right now. That number is set at five by DraftKings. Um, and I always like going through and, and looking at these over-under totals for everybody in college football because they do have the – Totals for all 131 teams out. 
you know, we've looked at the Sun Belt totals, we've looked at the non-conference uh, totals, but you can go in and look at whatever team your little heart desires. But we'll follow back up on that conversation uh, before we wrap things up today as we are now joined by Matt Stoltz in studio sporting the Rangers Cup. Oh, yeah. Always represent. Who you represented at? You're wearing orange. Are you a bandwagon <laughs> Oklahoma State fan? No, no, <laughs> not at all. It's probably good. They didn't have a very good day yesterday. Yeah, they had a rough day all around yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I was thinking about that. You know, they're softball team just needs to win one game to get to the championship series and they couldn't do it and then the Razorbacks got them last night in baseball they had uh it actually ended up being like a rough hour kind of was where everything fell apart it was it was not good for them at all we'll circle back around uh to that here in in just a few minutes because I do want to continue the softball talk uh before oh, we yeah. get you out of studio today but but uh our question of the day today, and I'm not going to necessarily put you on the spot and, and make you pick an answer, but the over-under win total this year for A-State mm-hmm. is set, set for five. But we've been looking at reasons for the over and reasons for the under. So if we start with the over. <laughs> well, what, I've told you before, I, I think this team this year, I think it's a reasonable expectation to get bowl eligible again. And if that's the case, then – this is a team that will be above yeah. five wins. So I expect this team to be above it. And, you know, to, to get to six wins, you know, after two wins a year ago would be a, a significant step and, and one that uh, I think is in the expectations of everybody around that program. So I remember Coach Jones saying that at uh, the last coaches show last year, yeah. talking about, you know, just uh, how how he expects that senior class from last year, those guys that kind of stepped up, the, the Jacob Stills and, you know, those people that that came back for another year to kind of be a part of uh, of Coach Jones' first team uh, as a member, member of this program, for, you know, first team uh, during his time at Arkansas State. He wants them to be on the sidelines uh, this coming year uh, when they do go to their bowl game. So, yeah, I think it's a very reasonable expectation. We've looked at reasons for for the over and reasons for the under. And and we've asked you, you know, even recently, what gives you the most optimism for more success in, in 2022. But your main reason for picking the over would be? Just the the type of player that they've been able to bring in. And – you know, had a great visit on the podcast this week with Matt Wilson, the director of player personnel for A-State football. And, you know, he's uh, he's done a great job, uh, you know, just leading the recruiting efforts. But, you know, we get in-depth as far as what they're looking for. And evaluation is one thing, obviously, for any football program. That's a big part of it. But you're also looking at – just forming those genuine relationships you want to recruit high character individuals and you know he had uh you know a a little clip from from our podcast and we put this on social media today just talking about how many young men are already on campus and on their off day the other day 25 of them were just working out on their own in the weight room and that kind of tells you about uh 
the work ethic and those kind of people that uh, that they've been able to bring in and you know you you see just um, a different kind of environment than what what you saw a year ago people are completely bought in and you know that's that's what coach Jones has been aiming for and I think he's kind of set his culture in place for uh, uh, for what he wants to do that foundation has been laid if you will and uh, because of that, I, I feel like uh, that's you know a big reason why they'll be able to take a big step yeah. this year. Now, coaches and staff can't really talk a lot about a player until there's a guy that's that's signed or completed his transfer paperwork or anything like that. But was there a way to work the nation's top-ranked? offensive tackle into the conversation that's currently at A-State on a visit. Well, we <laughs> talked about it off the air. <laughs> and uh, look, I mean, it, yeah, they can't talk about it. Do, do I think there there's a chance that he actually comes to Arkansas State? Yeah, I, th I think they're in the conversation. So uh, the fact that he's uh, – uh, he's chosen Arkansas State as one of a handful of schools that uh, that he wanted to officially visit. And I think that's big, and I think his relationship with Jackson Daly goes uh, goes a long way into this. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, uh, this is a former high school teammate, and here's Jackson trying to step in and become a, a leader of this team. And you know, he hasn't played his first game yet, but you can just tell. That, that he's already kind of becoming that guy uh, that people are, are looking – I don't want to say looking up to, but they will be looking yep. up to him very soon. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the kind of quality you want in, in your quarterback and, you know, a, a future leader of this team. So, yeah, I, I think that uh, there, there's reason to believe that, that – you know, it, it's not impossible if A-State lands a recruit like that. Yeah, no offense to the coaches on, on Butch Jones' staff, but they kind of got leapfrogged by Jackson Daly as the team's number one recruiter right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, if yeah. If you get the number one offensive tackle on campus, see you, you move from. up in the recruiting rankings instantly. Uh, yes. Um, uh, as we as circle back around to the question today, you can't be – we can't all be optimistic all the time. So, so if a state were to not hit that five win total, which is projected this season, I mean, what what could you see being an issue that would cause a state not to have the success that we suspect? Uh, gosh, I, I think the biggest thing they're going to have to do is be better up front on both sides of the ball. I think defensively, they they should be significantly better. Uh, up front and then offensively you know you tried to fill fill some gaps there uh, we had we had issues last year on the offensive line there are guys that that they're excited about um, but you got to stay healthy I, I think depth could be an issue if there's some injuries on the offensive line that that could be uh, a problem but you know you look around the country right now and you know, linemen in general are extremely hard to come by. Yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, just getting uh, getting everything you possibly can out of the guys that you have on campus, developing some of the young, younger guys up front will be key. But, you know, if, if they don't have success, I would say that, that the line play didn't perform 
up to their capabilities or there's injuries or yeah. some type of combination there. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz here with us in studio. Um, I know you you were busy for a lot of the weekend, but how much Sunbelt baseball were you able to keep tabs on the past few days? Uh, I kept tabs on quite a bit, man. You know, listening to some of my brethren from yeah. across the league, you know, I, I uh, definitely listened to their broadcast. And last night I, I was watching the Texas, game, uh, Texas State game while listening to, to Brant Freeman and his broadcast and – or just a, a heartbreaker for those guys. I mean, they score twice in the top of the ninth, and Stanford comes back and scores three in the bottom half, and and uh, you know break Texas State's hearts. And and look, if Texas State wins that game, they're hosting yeah. a super regional this weekend. So um, yeah, yeah, I hated to see that for them, but it's cool to see like Georgia Southern uh, being able host to host it. a regional. Thought they had a really tough draw with. You know, Texas Tech and Notre Dame and, you know, then the other schools, you know, Coastal makes it to a regional final. And then, uh, you know, the Cajuns win a game uh, down in College Station. So all four of those Sunbelt teams were able to win at least a game, which I think tells you a lot about the conference right now. Yeah, and the, the bonus team in Southern Miss is – Yeah, they're going to a Super. They're trying to pull a Coastal and uh, perhaps win a title immediately before joining uh, the Sunbelt Conference. But, you know, did mention prior to that that you were kind of occupied for most of the weekend, so not exactly yeah. able to sit in front of a TV. But tell us, I, I would love to hear more about your time at the Women's College World Series and the, the playoffs there and what's going on in Oklahoma City. Well, uh, first off, my daughter is really into softball right now, and this has been over the last few years. Uh, she's uh, She's become more and more of a softball player, and we watch – uh, every chance we get and have really, you know, started to just, you know, take in the sport more. We love softball and, uh, you know, we decided to uh, to head on over to Oklahoma City and take in the Women's College World Series and uh, thought it would be neat just based off, you know, seeing what we had in the past. But that's just a fantastic atmosphere. We had so much fun. They pack it every single game there. Um, people come from all over the country to to see that kind of talent, and I mean it is. Uh, you know, there's some massive talent on that mm -hmm. field, and uh, I'll tell you that that my 11 year old was as locked in the first pitch of the first game each day as the last pitch of the last game. We watched, you know, two games each day. We were there. We were there Thursday and Friday, so we saw 14 innings each day. She was completely locked in. Uh, I mean, it's just. It's a really, really cool uh, environment for fans, and you know, softball is a great sport. And I, I remember, you know, last year they talked about the TV ratings of yeah. uh, the women's college World Series against the men's, and, and the women's had a, a much higher rating. And, and you see the excitement of the games. And hey, we were we watched a little bit of baseball last night, but we were locked into Texas and Oklahoma yeah. State. I mean, that was uh, that was really, really fun to watch, and. Um, it's just uh, – it's a great sport. I hope that at some point in the near future it, it does become a reality where, you know, Arkansas State does have softball as an NCAA sport. I know we've got a good club team right now, but uh, at the same time, uh, that's been a vision for a while yeah. now. And, you know, when when we do take that step, you know, A-State will be joining a very good league. I mean, softball's really good in the Sun Belt Conference – 
You know, we talk about baseball, softball's right there, you know, with it. But uh, all in all, just a really fun experience. Anybody who's ever thinking about making that trip over to Oklahoma City for that event, uh, I would highly recommend it. Texas got a chance, or is this all OU? Texas uh, hasn't been given a chance the whole tournament. They, <laughs> they had to, go, they had to go on the road to Washington for their regional, and then they, they went to Fayetteville and lose the, the first game of that Super, and then they win the last two. And and then yesterday, you know, had to win two against Oklahoma State. So uh, that said, it's going to be really, really tough. <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma is just ridiculously good. So, so still, still kind of. Lane Sanders. Where were they? Fifty-seven and three. I now. don't know. Something ridiculous. <laughs> Allo, it's a home run like every other at bat. It's just it's it's insane what they're able to do right now. Uh, podcast dropped this morning, correct? It did. Yeah, Matt Wilson is uh, fantastic. Great visit. I mean, if there was ever a guy born to be a, a director of player personnel uh, for a football team, that's him because he's uh, he's got it. In his blood. I mean, uh, his uh, he's got family members that have worked for the Steelers and, uh, you know, just kind of he, – he's been around scouting and, and the, the football world since he was seven years old. And he's got some great stories of kind of getting into it while he was growing up. But you see why Coach Jones trusts him so much, why, you know, Matt was his first hire yeah. You know, yeah. when he got to Arkansas State. Uh, you know, just a, a great guy. Glad that uh, he's at Arkansas State and fun, fun visit. And if you're kind of wondering about, you know, how things are going inside that A-State football building right now, Matt Wilson really sheds a, a good light on that right now. I think all A-State fans will, will want to hear this. But, yeah, that, that podcast is out now. Okay, available wherever uh, you listen to your podcast, whatever service that is. Stolte? Thanks for hanging out with us today. Absolutely. Hey, one more break to take. We'll take that and come back and wrap up a Tuesday here on the Workday Red Zone. Keep it right with us on the Ticket Radio Network. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Inspect, rotate, inflate. June is Tire Awareness Month, and Local Tire and Wheel wants to make sure you're safe on the road as you kick off your summer travel season. I mean, nobody wants to be driving down the highway on tires that you don't trust. And that's why Local Tire and Wheel is reminding you to inspect, rotate, inflate. And they're taking your worries away by doing free tire inspections all month long. And proper tire inflation can save you as much as 10 cents per gallon. And 80% of us ride around with improper inflation. So let Local Tire and Wheel get you on the right road today. And Local Tire and Wheel now offers six months, same as cash. So you get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need longer to pay, that's cool too. Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan that fits your budget with no credit check and everyone approved. So get brand new, safe, reliable tires from the name you can trust. Local Tire and wheel because local is better local tire and wheel 1518 south caraway in jonesboro local tire and wheel.com and on facebook search local tire and wheel jonesboro 
Hello? Emily, it's Jennifer. I need your help. Oh, no. What's going on? I don't know if you've heard, but I'm having to work from home starting today, and I'm trying to get set up, but I can't even get calls from the office. Okay. Do you have the Spectrum VoIP app on your phone? No, I haven't set it up yet. Okay. I can log into the admin portal and forward your calls to your cell until I get it all set up. Thank you so much. You bet. Let me know when you're back in the office, and we'll get that app installed. That way, you'll never miss a call no matter where you are. Emily, you're the best. What about my video conference calls? I'll send you a link to the Spectrum VoIP portal just like we use in the office. Once you log in, you'll be able to use the chat feature and the video call feature right from your laptop. Fantastic. Now I need to get started working. When working from the office, at home, or on the road, Spectrum VoIP makes it easy. If you'd like a free demo, call 870-454-HELP. That's 870-454-4357. Or visit us online at calmersolutions.com. Spectrum VoIP from Calmer Solutions. Cloud-hosted, high-quality VoIP at the best price. Get the job done and then some with Farmall Utility C-Series tractors from Case IH at any Baker implement near you. These heavy, durable tractors have their weight distributed in six different locations, eliminating the need for inefficient wheel weights. The emission system does not require DPF or diesel particulate filter, reducing time loss and fuel waste on regeneration. Plus, a comfortable cab makes long days a lot more productive. To learn more about Case IH Farmall Utility C-Series tractors, visit your nearest Baker implement today. Later, much later, we heard something. We didn't breathe for listening. Then footsteps on the back porch, creeping, then more confident. After all, nobody was home. A hand closed on the knob on the screen door to the kitchen and found it latched. We heard a little sawing sound as a file began to slice through the screen wire. Grandma reached down for something in her sewing basket. Through the darkness, I managed to notice Grandma's rocker was rocking and she wasn't in it. She was standing over me. Keep just behind me, she whispered. I followed her across the room into the kitchen. Now we were by the door, and I heard the scuffle of heavy feet in there on the crinkly linoleum. Grandma turned back to me. Under my nose, she struck a wooden match with her thumbnail. She touched the match to something in her other hand. It sizzled. Then she leaned down and rolled it into the invisible kitchen. Explore new worlds. Find out what happens next by reading the book A Long Way from Chicago by Richard Peck. For other great book ideas, visit literacy.gov. A message from the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Hey, y'all. This is Aaron Tippin. Being in the music business, traveling, working late, doesn't do great things for my routine. But I found that staying active and making time to work out helps keep my energy where it needs to be to perform my best. No matter what you do or where you are, make time to stay in shape. You'll feel better and have the energy you need to accomplish your goals. This message brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. We've hit the home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out. 9303-776 is the number to call. Uh, if you can, well, you're going to have to be able to talk fast if you want to get the last word of the day. Uh, one more link at our KavanaughCards.com poll question before we wrap it up. The A-State win total for 2022 has been set by DraftKings as at five. Five wins. So over or under. Five wins this season for Arkansas State. And it has been mostly an optimistic day on social media. 
And last look here at the poll, 77% of you would take the over, 23% of you taking the under. So I guess uh, to the 77% of you that answered over, which which bowl game you want to go to? Because that's the next question. So if A-State does get more than five wins, then that means a bowl possibility. It at least means bowl eligibility. I'm a little bit curious how these bowl tie-ins are going to work for the Sun Belt this year with still just five designated bowl tie-ins, but now a 14-member league. I'm not sure how that's going to get finagled, but we'll see. Chuck is with us to wrap things up today. How are you? I'm doing good, Kerr. How are you? Doing good. What's going on? Not much, man. I just called to answer your question of the day. Okay, let's hear it. I think it's going to be over. I'm going to say seven and five for the year. Okay, I like the optimism. I mean, I think we'll improve that much. Now that, you know, it's going into a second year, uh, and a lot of them on the team will know what to expect, you know, where they didn't last year. And we're going to have one quarterback. He's not going to be looking over his shoulder, I don't think. You know, I think it's, you know, Blackman's team to, to run this year. Okay. I, yeah, no disagreement here on uh, <laughs> one, I'm all about seven wins because, again, that's a bull trip. And then two, <laughs> I, I do like the reasons for optimism. Right. I, and, you know, I mean, from everything I'm hearing, the defense looks better than last year so if the defense is better because you know we did lose several games there by seven points or less last year you know we didn't get really killed you know yeah if our defense would have had would have been better we'd have won more games than just two you know yeah, it was, you know, a weird year in the sense that the first half of the season, the offense was, or excuse me, the first half of the season, the defense really underperformed. And the second half of the season, you could kind of say the same thing about, about the offense. Right. So, I think we'll, I think it'll be a 7-5 year. I really do. I think I would, you know? I personally would be okay with that right, sign me up for that right now. I would take it. I would take it. Oh, I would too. I mean, I'd be fine with 6-6. Six and six. You know, I mean, that's still a winning season. But that's pretty much all I had, man. I just wanted to get in on that. I appreciate you taking my call and go Red Wolves. Hey, thanks for the phone call today, Chuck. That pretty much is a wrap on the phones. Good timing by Chuck. Short and sweet there as we are about to uh, hit the music and the outro here in just a moment. But A-State last year, one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, six games decided by one score or less last year. One or two defensive stops here. One or two first downs to touchdowns there. A couple field goals that were touchdowns. One or two less 99-yard touchdown plays. And, you know, last year could have been very easily a bowl-eligible season. You wonder what, you know, a win Going back to the beginning of the year, if, if A-State could have pulled off that comeback against against Memphis. Now, I don't think all of a sudden they would have been able to go uh, and and beat Washington on the road because Washington was, was substantially better than A-State was in Week 3. But maybe if you have that confidence, you don't lose at Tulsa. Maybe yeah, you're able Tulsa to, was definitely yeah, winnable. Maybe you're able to find a, a way to get a dub against Louisiana. 
maybe you are able to come out on top against Georgia State, against Texas State. Who knows? Uh, that is a wrap, though, so we'll table this conversation for another day. Appreciate everybody who called, commented, texted, tweeted, voted, whatever on today's show. And, of course, appreciate Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, for joining us in studio as well. Keep it here. The setup with Cade and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro. And then following that, RWRC Radio will come your way at 10. The Workday Red Zone returns tomorrow at noon. So for Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.